Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products, that's plural, forward slash valuations. Again, both plural, founderpath.com forward slash products, forward slash valuations. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Klooks.com.br now doing over $50,000 a month in revenue up from $25,000 a month just a year ago. They have three business models that is selling all kinds of financial data to banks. They have a data as a service, which is 60% of their revenue, SaaS, which is 20% of their revenue, and service, which is another 20% of their revenue. They've got a team uh, today of uh, about 35 folks, 26 of which are in engineering and data cleaning. Uh, they help these private equity firms clean up you know, balance sheets, profit and loss, cash flow statements, then also aggregate publicly traded data off the internet via scrapers and sell back to the big PE funds or the banks of the world. Hey folks, my guest today is Alex Abujamra. He is he's worked in M&A advisory for the start of his career and was a CFO of a manufacturing company prior to being the CEO of KLooks. At KLooks, he's developed uh, routines of structuring unstructured financial data, integrating with OCRs, automatic data classification, quality assurance and also acted as a, sa- a sales closer in their main contracts with large Brazilian banks and international financial data aggregators. Alex, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, sure. All right. This is a really tough space. We rely on Plaid data, for example, or Teller or Kodat. And so many of them mislabel transaction data in banks. And there doesn't seem to be a good source of truth for this sort of thing. Is this the problem you're trying to solve? Uh, yes, it is in this uh, in this environment. But we, we are specialized on um, structuring data out of PDF files, um, which is a pretty uh, uh, difficult task. It's quite a mess to, to get financial data out of pdf files and put it into let's say tables or you know sql or any other sort of uh, um uh data format uh and we do that usually for for banks and um and we what, what we structure uh, uh is is uh, financial statements we get financial statements from companies and we turn those uh, those numbers which are uh, pretty messy and confusing uh, into something that um, credit analysts, investment analysts can use to to make decisions. So for example, if I run a large structured credit fund doing $10 million debt deals into software companies, and they're all giving me different formatted QuickBook exports of their of their QuickBooks files, and they all have different labels, I might just send them all to you and you will translate the labels the founder used with the internal labels that we use to triangulate the profit and loss with the balance sheet with the cash flow statement, something like that. Perfect. That's, that's exactly what we do. Uh, Amazing. And that would be a- 
could be a QuickBooks file, could be a, a PDF file out of uh, any accounting uh, system. Uh, we, we get that into uh, a structured format, and then we classify it into the bank standards. Uh, we do that for, for banks and uh, insurance companies, but we also do that with public financial statements. We have crawlers in the web getting uh, financial statements that are public and structuring that into our database. And that what, that's what we sell to, to international data aggregators. Interesting. Okay, so are you? would you say you're a SaaS company or you're say more of a service company? Uh, it's a it's a bit of uh of both. We have a, a SaaS service, which is a platform you can you, you know uh, log in online with a password and and you can um, navigate into our public financial statements universe. Uh, uh, and that's that's our SaaS. Uh, but for banks, we what we do is, is service. We we so over the last twelve months, what was the split? Would you say percentage wise between service and SaaS? Um. It's there. There's a, a third, a third category, which is like a, a data to distribute to distributors. So we just sell like large amounts of data, so people could, could distribute. I would say that sixty percent uh, would be uh, a, a data in in large quantities to distributors and and banks, like yep. public data infrastructure. Twenty uh, percent would be SaaS, and the other twenty percent would be service. Interesting. So you really have what we call DAS, right? Data as a service is 60% of your business. That's your main business. That's our main business. The data. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, very cool. Uh, Put this on a timeline. Well, actually, I guess before we go there for the data as a service, like the average customer, what are they paying you per month or per year to to access this data, the technology? Uh, Well, when we're talking about SaaS, it's um, it's there's small tickets. Uh, it's um, one thousand and eight hundred reais, which is roughly let's say three hundred four hundred dollars monthly. Um, and but when you when you go to to the the data structuring uh, as a service to banks, uh, we charge it by by unit. We charge it by financial statement that we structure to them. And depending on the on the quantity they hired from us, it goes to from, to an expensive unit uh, uh, price to a uh, uh, quite cheap one, and it goes from let's say twenty five dollars to five dollars uh, the range per, per financial statement. Interesting. So if I was going to give you a profit loss, cash flow statement, and a balance sheet, that's five dollars, five dollars, five dollars. So fifteen dollars total. Yeah, that's it. Interesting. Okay, tell me more about your team. How many folks are full time? Oh, no, time? sorry. Uh, fi- financial uh, uh, balance sheet and income statements. Uh, it's five dollars total. We don't charge per. Uh, oh, I see. Per- both. Okay. Okay, that's great. How many folks are full time at your company today, Calix? Uh thirty-five more or less. Wow. Okay. How many of them are engineers? We have six engineers and. Uh, uh, more or less 20 people in our um, data uh, quality assurance. And well, the rest is like administrative uh, sales and stuff. How, how many sales reps do you have that carry a quota? Uh, that's three people counting me. Oh, wow. Okay. You're, the, you're the head of the chief sales guy, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. Very cool. Okay. Let's put this on a timeline. When did you launch the business? What year? Uh there are different views on that. We started the business in 2012, but it was a side business to all, all the founders at that point. 
um, I turned uh, into full-time uh, CEO of the company in 2017. So, well, uh, uh, till 2017, the company wasn't really uh, flowing. Uh, it started to happen in 2017. And how many founders are at the company? How many co-founders? We were three co-founders and we have one partner, which is investing in uh, our CTO. Interesting. Now, did you guys just split equity evenly at the start or was it different? We did equally. Ah, so you guys are friendly. You just said, right? 25 each, 25% each. Yeah, well, 33.3 and well, I had 33.4. Uh, so one had to have a little bit more, but uh, that's it. We we opted to to do it equally. That's great. Now, have you guys bootstrapped today or have you raised capital? No, we bootstrapped it all, all the way along. Oh, I love that. All right. And tell me about how you got your first customer. Oh, actually, we were accelerated and we had, we, at that point, uh, we received like $50,000 or something like that. Uh, but we don't count that because we, we, we. How much equity at the accelerator? Uh, they, they never converted it. Uh, it was an accelerator inside a big insurance company in Brazil and they just phased out the project and didn't convert any startups. Mm, so, yeah, they just lost money at that point. Okay. So, so, um, Okay, so bootstrap today. That's great. Tell me how you got your first customer. Um, our first customer was um, was an, an, uh, a private equity that we knew we uh, were cl- close to, to them. We uh, uh, from our city, and they they had the the, the pain that that was the pain that that I, that I addressed uh, specifically to this kind of guys at that point because uh, I worked in M and A and knew that private equity firms needed that that sort of data, uh, financial statements from private companies that were public in the web and the first the first one was uh was this uh, private equity company but um we the first real real customer that what that that maintained the business for a, for a while was um was a large data aggregator um it's um it was capital iq in 2014 so um they they basically didn't have any any data on private president companies Capital IQ was your one of your early customers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. That's right. That's great. Okay. And then fast forward to today. How many customers today? Oh, let's um, counting counting the SaaS might be because I had this. We have the SaaS. We have the data as a service. We have the 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 yep. banks. The banks might be like ten more or less. Uh, the our SaaS might be something like. 35, 40, uh, big data aggregators, there are four or five. And there are some guys that integrated our data into their systems and they sell that as a module. And if you count those guys, it's like 200, 300. Interesting. So what does that mean? I mean, you're, if I take that times the ARPU, the, the average contract guys you were talking about earlier, I mean, you're doing like fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a month, something like that? Um. Uh, Yes, pretty much that. Pretty much that. It's, uh, and if, it's a and if, it's a good. Episode. If you're doing that today, what were you doing exactly one year ago so we can calculate growth? Uh, half of it. Oh wow! So you've grown 100 percent year over year. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so from call it twenty five thousand dollars a month a year ago to fifty thousand dollars plus today, what do you hope you can reach in 2023? Um, tough question. I think we can go to uh um. Uh, something like a hundred thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. 
Well, we're certainly rooting for you. I love that you've bootstrapped here. Do you think you're going to phase out, you know, two of the models and only focus on one? I mean, data as a service, it sounds like is the majority of your revenue. Why not kill the other stuff? Uh, that's a nice dilemma we have uh, uh, when talking among founders. Um, we, we understand that data will be pretty much structured uh, in the future. So we, we don't want to quit sales right now. It's, it's a small part of our business, but we understand that in the future, like, 2030 plus, uh, it might be uh, the main business that we have because uh, um, structuring data will, will, will become easier with time, but creating intelligence out of it uh, will not be commoditized so, so early. That's, that's mm -hmm. what we understand. So that's why you don't phase out the others because we're looking for 2030 and on. Makes a lot of sense. All right, Alex, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book? Uh, favorite book? Um, Sapiens. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm, wow. I'll be very cliche. It's on Steve Jobs, but you know. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building K-Looks? My favorite online tool? Uh, I'm, I'm not the dev. I, I'm the guy that, uh, that tries stuff and I, I love to do things on Google Sheets and I prove to the devs that things work. And then guys, look, I did it on Google Sheets, so Let's put that in production. It, it works more or less like I love that. that. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, depends on the time of the year, but might be seven. I'm a good sleeper. Fair. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I have a kid, but I'm not married. Okay. Not married with one kiddo. And how old are you? I'm 37 now. 37. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh... I, I think that when I was 20, it would be good if I was uh, less afraid of making mistakes, tried stuff harder. Guys, there you have it. Klooks.com.br now doing over $50,000 a month in revenue up from $25,000 a month just a year ago. They have three business models that is selling all kinds of financial data to banks. They have a data as a service, which is 60% of their revenue, SaaS, which is 20% of their revenue, and service, which is another 20% of their revenue. They've got a team uh, today of uh, about 35 folks, 26 of which are in engineering and data cleaning. Uh, they help these private equity firms clean up you know, balance sheets, profit and loss, cash flow statements, then also aggregate publicly traded data off the internet via scrape and sell back to the big PE funds or the banks of the world. Anyways, we'll see what happens next. Alex, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. It was great talking to you.